4: oh what's going on everybody welcome to episode 636 of flow wrestling radio live we got the full crew here today i'm your host christian piles we got kyle bracky rocking his dub v shirt we got oliver the of stone and ben heavy Chevy, but heaviest—not as heavy. He's like a Chevy not Spark right now. Heavy anymore. Yeah, you're more of a Spark at this point.
2: Yeah. Yep. It, hey, we just got breaking news off Twitter, Christian. We need something to talk about today, so we can start here.
4: Okay. What's that? World
2: champion David Taylor posts no less than one one minute ago with the laser eyes on on Twitter. That, you know what that means, right? He's on the Bitcoin. He's a Bitcoiner. World champ David Taylor is a Bitcoiner, and he comes out and says. Bring it, world! Let's go.
4: It, well, quite a month. I mean, quite a month for for Bitcoin. Quite a month for uh, Dogecoin. For and Doge and Doge. People uh, almost Dogecoin doubled my money. No one has raised really?
2: for Dogecoin.
4: You have, guys are fools. Have you doubled your money in terms of like with the initial investment or when you had thirty five dollars? Okay,
1: so I'm at almost doubled initial investment. Uh huh. Okay. I'm at almost triple lowest point. Okay. Ooh. we're gonna we're we're going to the the it's the year of the doge so yeah
4: bit david taylor in on uh on bitcoin
1: if he could tweet about Doge right now it'd help me out i'm gonna dm him (laughs) from the flow account
4: dm from the flow account
1: you know you need to talk to is your guy palacio He, he loves the cryptos he called um he said dogemon stratton dogemon saying it's a scam thing like the people from wolf of wall street so he's not helping me out but i do not like those he didn't help you safe. get this job I'm either smart, i'm smart you should listen to us and buy bitcoin okay diversify yeah. i'm not mad about it but i'm not getting rid of the doge doge is king okay, okay.
4: Those is king. Bitcoin is is king. Uh No, what, there can't be two kings. What are your, what are your, uh what are your books have uh, Bitcoin at currently? 69,000. 69,000
1: for Bracky's um Bitcoin books.
3: 69,420.
1: Wow. Yeah. I'm getting at the ground level here. <laughs> <laughs> there's the most
4: So there's real news also, but that is real I news. this
1: is the that... first line. This is a big deal, Christian.
3: Yeah, um Br- this is bracky has been on this beat <laughs> it's really not much update from yesterday, and we kind of mentioned yesterday, but it's um, all the meetings that they've had to vote on this stuff, the one-time transfer rule and the dead period officially ending are going to wrap up today, so all of that stuff will become official, but uh, Nicole Auerbach, who works for The Athletic, who's been really uh, kind of leading the charge in the coverage of all these new NCAA rule changes, she put out a story yesterday that the one-time transfer rule passed unanimously. Good. Um, so that kids would be able to transfer one time. Now, it like, so it was only five sports that they actually needed a waiver from the NCAA, but in other sports oh, like- ret- Yes, but in other How sports did wrestling like- wrestling end up in that then? What's yeah. that? How did wrestling end up one of those? It's not. Five. But what can still happen is, they don't need to go through the NCAA, but the school they were transferring from could still block them. Mm. So the school they were transferring from still had to release them. These other five sports had to get the release and a waiver from the NCAA to compete, oh. so you don't need a release anymore. You don't need a release anymore. You can just go. You can just go. I'm out of here. See ya. I'm out of here. See ya. Goodbye,
4: Toby. It's been nice. Yeah. you.
3: Yes. So it was like it was like men's and women's basketball, like men's ice hockey, and I don't know why those sports were the way that they were. But um, so that that will should become official and be like released today, and then also the dead period will end May 31st. So June 1 will. Uh, resume the normal recruiting calendar that it would have been, so you can start taking official visits, um, you can go to campus, actually yeah. meet with the coaches, yeah, do all the tours like you usually would, the bells and whistles, and everything should be back to normal. I'm sure each school okay. will have their mask guidelines and all that stuff you got to follow, but uh, the NCAA will not restrict it anymore.
4: Timing-wise for this class and these classes that are affected, what
3: how will this look differently from, from previous years? Well, you already have, um, I mean, the class of 2021... It, they got screwed. They got screwed. They got screwed. They're still like, I mean, I do the commitment list. I'm a few guys behind, but still it's like at 430 D1 commits right now. Um, so they're committing basically sight unseen. Yeah, for That's the most part. It's basically how
4: David Bray had to buy his minivan. <coughs> his his, his <laughs> van broke the other day. He had to buy one. He got to drive it for four seconds. And uh,
3: Yeah, so those kids, for the most part, were relying on Zoom calls uh self-guided self trips to these places mm. um so i think i think ben mentioned it last show we're gonna see a lot of kids probably enter the portal because they're gonna get there and be like this is not what i thought it yeah. was
4: what about now a lot of these kids have signed right
3: yes so they're signed so they're in they're so in. they're gonna have there's not gonna well, be would the, would
2: the one-time transfer rule apply to incoming freshmen
3: in theory yeah it's gonna because what right, i understand sure. it's gonna be effective immediately so if you really wanted like to get out of your nli i guess i but guess can you, could you transfer go. before you even go
4: there is it a transfer well, i mean like
3: what if something came to light in the last say you
2: signed in the, in the fall period and then something came to light or whatever now you're just kind of free to go if you want
3: you could probably ask the school for your release Yeah, Yeah, they can release you from your nli that would probably i don't think they can go in the portal yet if they haven't enrolled in classes or anything and i wonder if they want if like all right i'm committed to school x and i want to visit school y and z
4: can i take official visits while i signed an nli probably not right no you would need to get released so you have to get released first so it would be weird to get released just so you can take visits when you would maybe make the same conclusion so um in
3: that case i think it'd be probably better to do the year enroll at your school yeah do a year then transfer take you your really official
4: to. take your official visits when your team duels that team. <laughs> <laughs> there like, we go nice facilities
2: <laughs> I uh, always thought you know they don't do a lot of um, and this is me at probably an older person speaking and some like, high schools don't think about it, but I always thought if uh, kind of looking back now if you got to go watch like say a Las Vegas Invitational or, or something like that like a big college tournament mm-hmm. where you almost have access to all the coaches. You guys know what I'm talking about. Like, it's all on the floor. You can see everybody, and you just to see how the coaches interact with the athletes. That would be like so important for the high school kids to see and be like, "Oh man, I, don't, I don't want that dude talking to me." Or someone else. Was, someone was telling me today how uh, Kale is zen-like afterwards. Uh, you know, you're like, "Ooh, I like that." You know, something to that effect. I think would be hugely important for high school kids.
4: Yeah, I mean, watching how they run a practice, there's a lot of things you can you can glean from a from a trip yeah. and see assess if you're a fit.
3: The other <clears throat> big one that I think not having the official visits hurt is like how you fit in with the team and the guys on the team. Because well, when a big one. when you take the official visits, a kid on, I don't know if a lot of people know how this works, but like a kid on the team hosts you mm-hmm. and you stay yeah. with them and you spend a good amount of time just with them and the guys. Uh, on the team and not having that. that why you... I went to
2: Missouri. I went yeah. there and I got to hang out with Mark Bader, Kevin and Jeremy Spates, and they're all you know they're all my friends today. And it was just like, dude, I love these dudes. I want to hang out with these dudes for a couple of years, and then we did hang out for a couple of years. But that was, <laughs> I, I mean, right? That was why I wanted I mean, that was probably wasn't the main reason, but that was a big reason. It's just like I felt at home immediately.
4: Yeah, and there's there's a lot of instances talking with dads, like, man, we really like this place. Went did not gel with the team at all. Not gonna work. Like and not yeah. necessarily a coach facility thing. It's like, man, we don't fit on this team with these athletes. Yeah. Um that happens. And also the the opposite happens where guys will visit yeah and the team will be like, Do not recruit. Yeah. This guy has problems, this guy's not yeah. gonna fit.
2: Get him out of here. Um, we, we had one recruit that was a little too well puked on my back deck. I said, I don't know if you want him, Coach Smith. But he ended <laughs> up being he ended up being pretty good for someone else. You're not naming names? No, we kinda don't think
4: we do that. <laughs>
1: yeah. <And laughs>
4: if someone finds out a college student puked uh, pukes at a party, that would be
1: Maybe he ate
4: too many <laughs> <Well>, to <Tino's> do <laughs> rolls. he's a recruit. Oh he was a recruit high schooler. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, I'm like, Oh, I don't know about this guy. Yeah. Shoot, yeah. some coaches hear about that. They're like, know, oh, can you prove it? <laughs> There's, yeah, Never mind. Let me get into it.
3: Um, <laughs> moving on.
4: Uh,
3: <sighs> I forget we're live sometimes. And okay, I, you so know. you asked how it's going to affect <laughs> class the, the classes. Um, 2021, they just, had to, they just had to go with it. I think uh, some of them waited around a little bit and then mm-hmm. realized that they weren't going to get to take their official visits and they just had to make a decision. Like the big one that stands out to me is Richie Figueroa. I think he yeah. really wanted to take his other official visits and he didn't get the chance. Um, and he's stuck with Arizona State. But the class 2022- well, we talked that,
2: about that, Kyle. I remember, last, I remember last fall we talked about, and then someone actually did the math on it, but you know, we were saying that it feels like the commitment list is significantly shorter than usual, and then someone did the math and it was way shorter than usual, so people were trying
3: to weigh it. Yeah, and that's what I, that's what I was gonna say. The class of 2022 commitment list is way down from what it usually is. I mean, it's not even, it's at like 70 kids right now. Um, and those kids probably had a really good idea where they wanted to go. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's way down from what it usually is. And I would expect this summer to really pick up now that these kids can get on campus.
2: Yeah. I mean, do you think there's going to be, and well, so also not only with kids going to visit colleges, but with the dead period, coaches haven't been able to go do home visits with kids. Yeah. I mean, I think there's some of these dudes that are going to be, getting on the road June 1st, and they're going to stay on the road for about a month seeing people.
4: Yep. Do it. Good for them. For real. R- road trip. So in the recruiting vein, Kyle Parco was a guy who um, had a lot of momentum at the end of the year. He looked good at Big 12s and placed uh, for Fresno State, was unfortunately dropping their program. He had initially committed to Utah Valley, but uh, the uh, – they, they started swirling after his NCAA success and Arizona State plucked him from the Wolverines <clears throat> clutches and now yeah, he's going to be a Sun Devil.
3: He actually committed to Utah Valley like before the season started like mm-hmm. probably like a month after um, Fresno State announced they were dropping their program. And then, yeah, I think we all saw this one coming after his great NCAA performance because <laughs> <laughs> you could just see all the coaches following him on Twitter right like, after. <laughs> um, so yeah, he, he's going to Arizona State and then... Uh, what's interesting is uh, literally the night before, Corey Crooks, who had qualified for Arizona State last year at 149, uh, went in the transfer portal. So he obviously uh, saw what was happening and said, I'm going to spend my last year somewhere else. Ooh. Yes. Uh, hey, yeah. listen, Arizona State's got kind of a salty lineup coming back
2: next year. They had that addition. Didn't they have one more addition recently? Am I plan- am I- um. So they're going to have Courtney back. They're going to have Parco now All-American. They're going to have Valencia back. Um, K- Cordell Northley and Colton Schultz. That's five All-Americans returning. Well, oh, oh, Whoa. There's
1: six All-Americans returning. Well, we,
3: we don't know if Valencia and Northley are coming back yet. I reached out to Coach Jones. and he Oh, said, I
2: thought they said they were. No, he, he tweeted that or something.
3: He told me last week they would be announcing on social media and hopefully they had it mapped out soon.
2: Oh, I forgot. Uh, uh,
1: Jacory's from Long Beach, huh? Ollie. Yeah, <laughs> Pride of Long Beach. One of many. And who but wins yes, in a high school pride.
2: match? Him or Palacio?
1: Uh, Jacory. Easy. Ooh. I don't think it'd be easy. I think that they do similar things, and Jacory's mm-hmm. just a little better at them. Wow. Right.
4: This is all because Dylan won't
1: pump those. Oh, then McMillan McGee plays too. too.
2: Oh, yeah, McGee. Dude, should we be talking about Arizona State? They got seven All-Americans
4: coming back. Maybe. We should talk about them. You know what? We
2: We're talk, talking about we should, them right should, now. They seven All-Americans returning. That's more than Penn State.
4: That's true. It is true. They're going to have a squad. If they all come back, they're going to be really, really good. But so then, uh, Okay,
2: so who are they missing for All-Americans? 74. Who was their 74 this year?
4: It was uh Oh, He's uh oh, looks bit. like he's back. Oh. You,
2: good?
4: you there? I yeah, I was kind of.
2: Yeah. I said, I said, Munoz is good. Yes, he'll get better. Yeah,
3: yeah. he was only a freshman. Last if all year. those
4: guys come back, they're going to be a pretty ferocious team. Very good dual and tournament team. Good use of ferocious. Oh, okay. Ferocious. I'll keep that. I'll keep that in the. Yeah, that's not a usual in the rotation. You don't hear it a lot. You don't. You, know? you know, I'm trying it's to in my who's adjectives. their 84
2: then one of these guys was bad who's their 84 the 84 wasn't good right
4: I the, believe that was Bell Belche. Cade Belcher yeah. oh yeah
2: let's go let's go to the let's go to the transfer portal and see who they who else they Max, Dean. Up. Max Dean Max Dean Max Dean tears Arizona state we
4: solved it folks uh, can you imagine <laughs> if they got Max that would be dare I say ferocious a good team bro yeah yeah Ridiculous. Don't use it now, CP. Yeah, I
1: know. I know. I just I was, back wrote, the I was riding ahead. the high. Yeah.
4: Uh, Joey Prada commits to Oklahoma. He uh, had been at Tech.
3: He's out of Virginia. He was a guy that when I when he went to portal and I did a little write up on him, I was surprised with all the dudes he had beaten. I just didn't realize like he has not went over DiAgostino. Um, hang on here. I he you know. got oh, I took win. it out, oh. but he beat he beat Diagostino. He qualified for NCAA's. That's a that's a good gift for them because they they had struggled at that weight.
4: Yeah, he's solid. Good on top. He's beating some good dudes. Oh yeah, had, this
3: this season and just extra matches, he beat Zurich Storm and uh, Gutierrez. Nice. Yeah,
4: he, he's good. So good for him. And Stanford says that's uh, I don't know. I don't even want to get people's hopes up, but the reports out of there was some meeting yesterday with administration yeah. and it did left the door cracked open that it may not be over,
2: but they already got rid of their coach and all their
4: athletes. It's like, well, <laughs> why now <laughs> that would be, yes. Uh, it'd be horrible timing yeah. and remember the door's cracked. So, um, yeah, far from open. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, it'll be, uh, we can remain hopeful won't give up but i am not i'm not positive about this because how can you trust stanford to show good judgment at this point so we're in a we're in a weird um situation right now kind of between things you know akron's coming up or akron akron, akron
2: will take place you better not be at some bum hotel i need you to go to the water park and have a good times
4: i i plan on it i plan i'm bringing uh i'm bringing my daughter uh she's oh really yeah she's wanted to come on a uh on a trip with me for a while because okay. caleb always gets to go so isn't your yeah. daughter eight she is eight I'll, maybe i'll bring my daughter
1: that's eight let's do it they can hand fight
2: here we go <laughs> i
1: only booked a flight ben because i i i told the uh the managers and stuff i want to stay at your place <laughs> But I don't live by the Wisconsin Dells, so I'm not actually gonna stay.
2: That's it's fine. all right. You got drivers and people <laughs> going and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah,
1: you got you got people. get sure. your know? it's it's your chauffeur. It's not
2: super super close, but it's uh, you know it's far enough where you don't want to stay there. Ollie. sounds like an invite to me. See you <laughs> yeah. then. Oh, yeah. you, you got a Is really nice. And then what's the one? There's one off the highway that 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 one's super super nice. Uh, but it, it is relatively expensive. You know, Flow's doing well. They could probably give you guys a couple rooms there.
1: It kind of sounds like you don't
2: want me to stay there?
1: Or... The, the, Chula Vista,
2: the Chula Vista is the one that's super close. I've stayed there. It's actually where I did that video with, where Max and Josh were sitting in the hot tub and I was boxing. It's, you know, it's a little dumpier, a handful of one-star people running around. You know, not not the worst thing ever, but... Where's the good
4: food places?
2: Mmm. Cheese it's... trough.
4: Yeah, got to a, bunch be a of place chain,
2: called chain restaurants nothing, nothing nothing all that exciting
4: hey Bracky's really excited about something called pizza ranch can you tell us what this is oh come on brett it sucks
3: he's Br- fired up no bray has been telling me about how awesome pizza ranch is bray and uh jd it's three quarters <laughs>
2: okay. three quarters of people in there are one star one star people all over the place
4: well, what, what, what are these I star ratings us. you're giving people yeah why? Oh, well
2: you've, you've never listened to the great com- comedian greg warren's one star people bit
3: I know it. I know it. Um, okay. well, a, just, it I just bit. have a problem with not right. wanting to hang out with one-star people. Yeah. I, I, one-star people are fine.
1: I'm not a one-star person. I'm a big five-star person.
2: You sound you If you get a four-star hotel for one-star prices, you're going to have one-star people showing up, and they're going to be in the pool with their Basset Hound and their 27 children. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that is true. That is true um, you know what
2: uh, hey, I'm really looking forward. i we have a ton of good kids at u fifteen u seventeen I'm so looking forward to that weekend that's only i'm probably more excited for that than I am for this weekend that that's uh what nine days away now or something Ben I'm gonna need you to lock in right now I need you to focus we've on never s- had a kid make the uh, um we've never had a kid win the u seventeens so we're trying to get that done. We, we've had kids win pretty much every other tournament there is that exists and not, no U-17s yet. We had a couple in the finals, but that's not, not on the team. That's a lot of pressure on your athletes, but I think they're going to deliver. Well, I won't tell them. And, and I'm probably, a lot of them don't
4: listen listening. to the show.
1: What a bunch of punks, right? Yeah, they You pun- don't hear U-17s often. <clears throat>
4: yeah, it's kind of like the pre-quarter uh, vernacular. Mm-hmm. They just changed They changed it to U-20, U-17, and U-15, so I figured to use the correct terminology. I like it. I like it. It's like, you know, now we just go with the ages. Um,
2: so are you guys going to put out some previews next week that we can talk about? Because for just for me, um, I will tell you, I'm not a big middle school wrestling guy. Like, I don't follow it nationally whatsoever. I I, I get Morgan annoyed when people do. But so, like, U17 is usually the first time where you see, at least for me, these kids that are really, really good. And then a lot, a lot of them, some of them burn out, but some of them go on to be really, really good. Yeah. Um, you guys gonna give us some previews next week or what
4: we're gonna give you lots of previews Heck yeah! Right. more previews than you can read nice probably not no we'll have, we'll have plenty of content we've already got a plan it's in the works and yeah registration's already popping you can check out who's entered i think there's like a some of the i think there's like some preliminary lists floating around of the best guys entered so it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome yeah Okay, so are they gonna
2: be as big as the you know usually the brackets in Akron were gigantic are they gonna be the, that big because obviously part of me thinks that they won't be because you have you actually have some states doing their season right now Illinois for example like their high school season is going on I'm assuming their best kids are gonna skip their high school season to come wrestle in this I don't know
4: uh, yeah te- I know the same is true for Texas what's California doing I think they're right now maybe dang you gotta feel like some of those kids will yeah. Um, We'll skip like, I think Texas states are next week. I know regionals are this week. Um, I'm starting to somewhat learn the Texas (laughs) landscape, which I don't know at all. Um, At some point my my son will probably be participating in it. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, part of me feels like it's gonna be bananas and it's gonna be so many people because people have just been dying to compete for so long. Um, Even if a couple states are affected, I still believe the participation is going to be really really high yeah like where you don't see participants from other states it'll be made up by like pennsylvania and wisconsin i mean we're
2: sending a crap ton of people yes so I, I would assume we have those two ages probably average five to eight ish kids per weight class There's is club wow
4: that's crazy yeah, yeah. That, that, well can't wait for that you're gonna be a busy man how many coaches are you bringing
2: uh I don't know, probably eight maybe so a lot
4: eight coaches, yeah. quite a few okay mm-hmm. so during these times where or uh, you know if you remember a year ago f r l we were we were scraping for content, we made it happen though bottom mm-hmm. of the barrel bottom of the barrel but it the but the cream rose to the top um to to use another whatever metaphor. And so we're going to do it again We're to, because we're kind of in a little bit in between zone. We've got our Olympic team. We're waiting for, you know, the week of last chance Olympic qualifier to come up. We'll be talking about that a bunch. Uh, so we're going to do some some more hypothetical duels. Um, nice. I think this is going to be a fun one. Uh, we're going to do – I actually have two duels in here. Um, I've got, like, this year's NCAA champs versus 10 years ago, 2011 NCA champs. It's actually, like, 10 NCAAs ago. Um so I think that'll be fun. You want to start with that one, Ben?
2: Yeah. I mean, the, the, the hard part about this hypothetical thing is it's really, really unfortunate because people get, um, you know, they, you got to pick someone and they get upset with you. And it's really unfortunate because you, you got to pick somebody. So, to, by you law, know, whoever we're picking today,
4: don't be mad. We have to pick one of the two and one of you is going to be upset. We should just pick against the nicest people. Like Quentin Wright is going to be involved here. He's too he will not nice. Get mad at anyone. He won't get mad. He'll just say, he'll say, well, gee, thanks for for talking about this. Um, yeah. Whereas others, you know, they might get a little salty. Yeah. Uh, okay, but here we go. 2011 right, yeah. versus. Uh, oh wow! Look at look at Tyler. Oh,
2: I see why you did this. I see why you did this, Christian.
4: Why I did what?
2: Because you wanted to have the Robles Spencer
4: matchup. We talked about it we on talked team about times it last year. Yeah, we talked about it this year too. I'm I'm pretty sure, this season. Oh yeah, we talked about it so much, so many times. Okay, so this is a, a a pretty pretty interesting duel. Um, they all are pretty good. I I won't even tell you my initial thoughts as I did this duel. We'll just see how it kind of uh plays out. Um, but I'll read it to you briefly, and then we'll get into the, mm. the to our picks and why. Oh, so you've uh, already done this
2: mentally? You've already kind of went through it? You didn't save it for the show?
4: Well, I typed it out, um, so I had to. I couldn't prevent my brain from thinking about the matches. Got it. Uh, Anthony Robles versus Spencer Lee, Jordan Oliver versus Roman Bravo Young, Kellen Russell versus Nick Lee, Kyle Dake versus Austin O'Connor, Bubba Jenkins versus David Carr, Jordan Burroughs versus Shane Griffith, John Reader versus Carter Starachi, Quentin Wright versus Aaron Brooks, Dustin Kilgore versus AJ Ferrari, and Zach Ray versus Gable Steveson. So... Those were the winners in 2011. That was the year where Penn State won their first title. And, um, yeah, it's all downhill from there. So let's get it started at 125 pounds. Or do we want to start at 133, wrap around, and finish at 125? Yeah, I think
2: we want to wrap around.
4: This is a classic wraparound situation. So we're going to start at 133. Jordan Oliver, who's an Olympian almost-ish, hopefully, um, in a month or so we can say he is, versus Roman Bravo Young. Um Roman just beat Dayton Fix, a cowboy, just like Jordan Oliver, in the NCAA Finals. Ben, your thoughts on this matchup?
2: Um, I feel as though Jordan Oliver was uber-dominant this year. Um, and real, really, the two years at 133, he only had the one loss to Logan. Um, I got to pick Roman in this. What? What? I'm I'm sorry. Why did I say that? I said I gotta pick Jordan. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> okay. That's so I I up to, to that. And then I don't know. I don't know. Roman just like maybe it just infected my brain and came out my mouth. It's okay. Um. So I'm having this. This uh, someone's texting me. Cause, listen, I got I got a lot of stuff going on this week. Jake Paul's dumbass. He's trying to say I can't do non-boxing moves. It's just that's just false. It's just not true whatsoever. They tried getting me to sign something where I could find, and I said, "Beat it, losers!" I ain't signing that.
4: Well wait. What, what is a
2: non boxing? Would you <laughs> what? do though? That well, okay, that was my first love point this. is number one, who determines what a non boxing move is? And then number two, why would I sign something where I can only lose money? That sounds like a terrible idea. I'm just not gonna do that.
4: Okay, and uh, what okay. Let's
2: so take he it. said yesterday he said that I would lose money, and that's not true. Right.
4: Yeah Um Well what what, what are you gonna double leg him? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm thinking right. of suplex. No, no. So now, I, love so now
3: I, saying, I love this. So I love this. Ben is just reserving the right to do something to him that he's not supposed well, to. Well, I mean, my
2: thing is like in boxing. Sometimes you know you throw a hook and your elbow comes through. Oh, you're gonna find me a bunch of money because my elbow accidentally hit him, or um, you know yeah, well, what a if I like, step behind on an overhand right and then he trips over my leg and then you're saying oh, I took him down? Like nah, beat it. Get lost. And maybe uh, I will double like him. So now I just keep talking about like all the things I can do to him just to mess with him because I think he's nervous <laughs> about it.
3: Yeah. I mean, he must be if he's if he's bringing this up right now.
2: Yeah, are you do a spinning back fist? Well, see. I see in the open workout. I'm like,
3: oh, I could el I could elbow him here, or I could knee
2: him here.
4: <laughs> so, <it's> just, <laughs> so he's he's caught in the in the, the Ben ass control sphere right now. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm sorry. I picked Jordan Oliver. I
4: apologize. That's okay. Um, I man, I think Jordan Oliver. Remember, that was a year he was a Hodge finalist. He got second. He beat out Anthony Robles this year for second. His stats were crazy. He was so dominant. He
2: dominated. We should get three three Hodge trophies because why not? Because they're all really good. Robles, Burroughs, and Oliver, great contenders. We should give three of them out.
3: We should. I mean, this year, Jordan Oliver got second. He was 29-0, had 11 pins, and Anthony Robles was 36-0, this is the year he beat McDonough in the finals, right? Yeah. He had 24 Tech Falls. <laughs> he had 24 <laughs> Tech Falls. God. 24. There
0: 24
3: Tech home. Falls and beat the defending national champ in the finals.
4: Oh, uh, that's a solid, That you know, that's a solid resume. But you know what? This, Third. The sanctity of the Hodge is as such. And, you know, it has to be.
3: There's only one. There's only one. There can only there be can one. There
4: can only be one. Wow. What a, what a race we had this year. Yes. Uh, jo was so good this year. Um, one of his two undefeated NCAA seasons. Um, yeah, I think I think he's the winner here uh, against Roman. Four one. I think a lot of the the reattack stuff that makes Roman just absolutely ridiculous. I don't know if that's going to work on Jo. His attacks are going to be safer. I think he has more consistent offense. And here's the thing jo was huge problems on top he was incredible yeah. i think he can i think there's a scenario he rides roman um roman's super super good but man J- jordan oliver is one of the best 33 pounders i mean he's he's up there for me you know him versus um it's interesting he, that he and logan wrestled each other and they, well, they i do really their... feel
2: like i really feel like um jordan gets weighed down by that loss to logan steeper a lot and it, it... He had beat him very handily earlier in that year uh, with, I think, three takedowns to zero, I want to say, at the national duels. And, man, if Jordan doesn't lose that match, he goes three seasons undefeated, which there's not a lot of people in the history of college wrestling who went three seasons in a row undefeated. Like, no. very, very small number.
4: He gets sort of left in the discussion because he was in the Dake-Taylor era. He was in the yeah. Steber era. Those guys won four titles. David Taylor won two Hodges. Jordan Br- his era was so filled with with excellent guys he is uh I don't think he's properly viewed for for how great he was collegiately yeah. and and I I also think the Ramos loss hurts a little bit too because that's another uh another guy with a win that's an iconic win for him uh for for Tony and the losses kind of gets remembered so some of those things get remembered more than him um, his loss to Ramos and his loss to Steber is a far more uh, vivid memory for the wrestling community than his dominance throughout that 2011 season where he, he manhandled Hoxdresser. He, re- he ran oh, through this
0: bracket. Wasn't
3: at all. This he was... went fall, fall, major over Mike Gray, 5-2 over Tyler Graff, 8-4 over And Ty- Tyler Graff was so
4: good. And Tyler Graff <laughs> was Tyler Graff year one, immediately excellent. It wasn't like, oh, Wait. at the end.
2: You guys didn't correct me. I was wrong that I forgot Oliver lost to Ramos. I totally blanked on
4: that one, too. Right. Well, I. what do you mean correct you? I said he only lost once to Stieber, and that was it. Oh, well, he had a bunch of losses his freshman year. A bunch. Uh, the last three so, years. The last three years. Yeah. Right. Um. No, he lost to him as well. So This was the year before the Ramos loss. Yeah, he had he didn't lose to him this year. Ramos Ramos was round to twelve this year. Yes, he lost to Cintas and Rugarello in a crazy one. So, um, yes, all that to say. L- look up old Jordan Oliver matches. He was he was the real deal. Sometimes his weight would get a little cuckoo, and that would mess with his performance. That's why he went up two weights. Um, yeah, and then he won 149, which is pretty impressive. Okay, uh, 141. Let's pull it back up. Kellen Russell versus Nick Lee. Um, wait, we're hold on, t- hold on. Taking... I, wait, hold on. Sorry, I just like you didn't Cooper give Ali was... a pick. I didn't get Orbe Yeah, well, I'm always marginalized here. I stopped myself. I was. I just got a, I got ahead of Come myself.
1: Man, all right. You um, know who I'm picking though. RBY all day. Well, no. <gasps> Jordan Oliver. That's your man. It, That's my man. I like
2: the only one to pick Jordan Oliver to make the Olympic team.
1: Jordan Oliver, baby, Oliver gang. Yeah, we're all on Oliver here. Yes. Okay. Ah uh, man, now you guys are switching some...
3: No, 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 no. Some, some Jake choice. Paul fanboy is in our what YouTube oh, chat. Just Ignore just him. Putting King Jake Paul, King Jake Paul, over and over. Oh my over gosh! Here. ban he him. Get out of the yeah. chat.
4: Get out of here. Who are these? Get him out. Literally won't stop. Is it the same person? Can you bounce yes, him out? Bounce him same out. Person. Yeah, bounce him out. Yeah, we got to get these people out of here. Want me to get in there? Get out of here. Someone go console Jake. He's worried that that Ben's going to double-leg him. Um, And we will use clips of this to to plant seeds of doubt in Jake Paul's mind also. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right, now we can go to 41. I'm sorry for my haste. Kellen Russell versus Nick Lee. Racky, who'd you pick? Jordan Oliver. He did pick him. Everybody on it. All right. Who you got in this one, Ben? I was
2: thinking about this and so I think here's the thing. I think it's definitely gonna go to overtime for sure, because we watched Nick Lee go to overtime a couple of times. The Kellen Russell was an overtime master. Master. <laughs> he went to overtime so many times. He loved it. Uh I I think this goes I think it's a coin flip. And I think in this match, Nick Lee fires off an attack. Kellen Russell does some ninja wizard stuff like he does sometimes, gets the go behind two points victory 2011.
4: Okay. So, for you know, eternity, I would have said that as well. And I would have said uh, Kellen Russell beats Nick Lee. I feel like the volume attacks with Nick Lee plays right into where Kellen is so good. I mean, this guy's go-behinds were so fast. His reattacks were so insane. Um, I don't think we've seen any as good at the weight since. But, when you look at, well, one, I think a lot of that, the the volume of attacks with Nick Lee and that being like a vulnerability of his is like those days, I, I mean, I don't really think that's a thing as much anymore, one. Uh, two, just look for perspective, look at what Nick Lee just did in the freestyle scene. Not only did he just win a really tough weight with, with, with Sebastian Rivera and Jaden Ironman in it, but then to further cement like how good he is he beats yanni and zane in freestyle which you know we, we know this basically takedown uh competition at least it was for those instances so i think that just puts nick lee in a place that is just a little man a higher that it's just a really high level a higher level than kellen russell was at in 2011 and maybe ever i mean kellen did beat Jordan Oliver and made a World Team Trials final once, so he did have some good freestyle results. Mm-hmm. And that was t- 2013, but man, I would have been killing all the way. But after trials, I'm going Nick Lee. I think that's Nick freestyle Lee though it doesn't count. Um, no, it counts in my ah, mind. Ah. It counts in my mind, mm-hmm. not rankings. <laughs> um, so I'm going. I'm actually going to go with Nick Lee here. He could get ridden though. Um. Callan was great on top in terms of riding. He wasn't like a turn ya tilt ya kind of guy, but um yeah. I think this version of Nickley has has too many ways to score.
1: I'm gonna go with Nickley as well. Oh. Yeah, I think it might be some recency bias, <coughs> but I'm all in on the recency bias. I can't unsee him beating Zayn and Yanni. I saw it, so I can't unsee it. And I'm gonna pick him. Sorry, Kellen. You're an OG though. Callan's an OG. Very cool
4: guy. Um yeah, I don't think I'm going to get recency bias too much. I mean, we took. I was worried about me having too much, the other way. I don't know. What's what is the opposite of recency bias called, Ben? Is there a an actual term? I don't term? think there. I don't think no, I don't think it actually exists. I don't oh yeah, it exists. I yeah, yeah, for something. sure. It's like no, all it's the historic thing. bias. Yeah, like um, all the no, dads not. that recency, think like
2: recency bias is a thing. Like it can be proven very easily. What you're making up cannot. No,
4: here's what I'm saying. There, there's, there's some sort of a uh, thing. All our dads have this where they think like you know every oh, player is better than a little... You know what I'm know saying? What saying? It's like generational okay. bias or something like that. Um, it's a, it's for sure yeah, a thing. I mean, what...
2: Yeah, I think that one's just a perspective thing, like the way you look at it, and then later you look at it differently for some reason. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Uh, what I don't think that's a psychological trait though. Mm. I do yeah. know what you're saying. Yeah. It, it's they, more... Everyone walked six miles to school uphill both ways in, in 12 inches of snow.
4: Yeah, exactly. And everyone thinks the generation, yeah, anyway. Uh, 149. Kyle Dake versus Austin O'Connor. I feel like oh, we yeah. can't, uh. I yeah. think you got it. Now, 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 let me say this. But let me say Kyle this Dake about lost this.
2: twice that year.
4: He did. This is not, uh, i just beat Jordan Burroughs twice, a two-time world champion, Kyle Dake. This is the mere two-time NCAA champion, Kyle Dake. Um,
2: yeah, this is the
3: only <laughs> the Kyle Dake that gave up one point in the entire NCAA tournament. And it was a BS penalty he point.
2: Kevin, Kevin LaValle, EIWAs, and he lost
4: to, who's it, Jay Borshaw, Or who, who was it? Ka- uh, no, he lost to Donnie Vinson. Donnie Vinson, there we go. So, um. yes, he did, and... All we have to do is tell kyle this matches at ncaa's and he wins it right um so are you I mean, coaching
2: him then are you in his corner
4: i mean i'm not in his corner but i think that's probably what, what mike Gray's going to tell him okay um yeah i, I do think this is a cl- this is a closer match because austin does not give it up easy but it's mm-hmm. um but then again i mean this guy did what he did to Frank? My I mean, gracious. he
3: rode Frank for, what, six minutes? Six
4: minutes and like 30 <clears throat> seconds,
3: maybe more. It was eight to one. He went nine over Donnie Corby, eight over Torsten Gillespie, three over Jamal Parks, four over Gumby Arsandra, and then eight one over Molinero.
4: You just can't score on him. He would have ridden him out. He would have gotten
2: why one did take Molinaro, Molinaro choose bottom though?
3: I choose down oh man
2: but why frank, frank. <laughs> Actually, i wish i you know what now thinking back to frank's retirement i wish i would have said frank i only got one question why in the f did you choose bottom against kyle Dick? that's what i should have said
4: i think it's uh well one thing it's funny he chose it did he chose it in the choose it in the third or the second i can't recall i don't,
2: I don't recall either one's a bad choice obviously in my opinion because he also wrestled him at, scu- I want to say they wrestled in the finals of scuffle that year, and damn close. near the same thing happened.
4: It was a close match at the scuffle. Yeah, it was. But, and I th- but
2: they growed him he, forever.
4: I think he almost got away, <laughs> if not got away. Um, I don't think so. Because I, I, I have a
2: very specific memory of this, actually. Um, well, I'm just going to say. So Sean Charles had the team watch this specific match that year. I was at Arizona State. Mm-hmm. And... Frank obviously wrestles uh, a higher pace and is more aggressive and Sean was trying to make the point that to, um, to the guys like, oh, Frank's going to win next time because he's so much more aggressive and he's pushing the pace and, and Dave doesn't want to wrestle him again. And, and Frank, Sean got so mad at me because I said, Sean. This match is easy for Dake every single time because Frank can't ride him and Frank can't get off bottom. So he's got to get a whole bunch of takedowns to win the match. And that's just not going to happen against Kyle Dake.
4: Yeah. So I th- I think Frank took neutral in the scuffle match, which was close. Really? Yes. Um, I'm just, like scrubbing we'll through it here. And then Dake took bottom, got away, and I think he may have had a- It was a close match. I- I'd like to just he rewatch it. What would you say? sure of it. He, I said no. he definitely had riding
2: time. Oh, well, It's, I don't on, think it's he, on
4: Flow Wrestling. The whole match is neutral. It's, it's on Flow Gymnastics. Why is it on Flow Gymnastics? It. I don't know. I mean, we didn't upload it there. It's probably just some thing where they... I think you can watch every video on every site if you have the video ID or something. Yeah, th- I guarantee you he didn't get riding time. He's barely on top. I don't even know if he got a takedown or had any... He may not have had a second of riding time. Let me see if I can look it up but regardless wrestle again or,
2: I, I have a very vivid memory of that happening
4: yeah I don't know um I mean well the thing was he took he took neutral which was which is like getting ridden because but that's much better so why didn't he choose neutral at nationals I think because well I don't I don't know Ben, ben the decision
2: <laughs> Frank get Frank on the line
4: because someone no. get Frank on the line Last time he was on here, he, he retired. If we call him on, he might unretire again after re-retiring. We can't have a three-tire situation. Um, I don't know. I he got taken down in the first period and maybe thought, I got to get a point somehow or I got to, I don't know. Who knows? Okay, but I'm picking Kyle Dake. I think he gets a takedown, riding time point and escape for a 5-0. That is 5, right? One, two, <laughs> four, four-zero 4-0 win. 4-0 win.
1: Got it. I agree. Yeah, not close. Yeah, you know, I don't think people are going to pick against Dake here.
4: Yeah, I don't, I don't think they should be allowed to. Now, here's where it gets – this is spicy. This is a spicy one. <laughs> Talking about Sean Charles. Bubba Jenkins versus David Carr.
2: Oh, this is fun.
4: Okay, so David Carr – Bubba this year um, won. He had some pretty close matches in the NCAA tournament, um, including against Jason Welch, et cetera. He lost oh, no. to an it's NAIA cool. guy – um, so this is this is so just like this is NCA's Kyle Dake, this is also NCA NCAA's Bubba Jenkins. Okay. Well, sometimes he DMP'd at that tournament as well. No, I, high I seed.
3: No, we'll say NCA's 2011 because he was on fire. He did go 16 5 major fall, 4 3 over Paul Young, 8 5 over Jason Welch, and then pin fall, David Taylor.
4: The the second pin he had was a close match, and then he I uh, forget what happened, he either got a mix or something. It was like who was that against? Mark Lewandowski? Yes. I was like, uh, I'm remembering correctly. How, how do you remember Mark Lewandowski? You don't remember no damn Mark Lewandowski. I remember watching every Bubba match because I was like, I <laughs> I don't know. You know ben, who Mark Lewandowski wrestled for, or Something.
3: Ben? Do you know who he wrestled for? Any Hofstra? Uh,
2: no, I, th- I want to say Lewandowski. I want to say it was Buffalo.
3: Yeah. Oh, ben Buffalo. got it. Blue. So I couldn't remember.
2: tell you anything about like his matches. I just you know I was watching a lot of college wrestling at that time, so I didn't
3: Yeah. I don't know. I forget I forget
4: there's some stuff I randomly remember. I kind of remember this match being close and then he pinned him.
3: How about just random David Taylor wrestled Neil Ayersman first round. Yep. That was mm. his closest
4: match uh on his way to the no nope.
3: no? Okay. Derek St. John but Neil Ayersman was really solid defensively, though. Yeah, he was hard to score. It was uh St. John in the quarters, six three. Oh, yeah. That was always
2: relatively competitive.
3: Yes. St. John had, like, the first two takedowns
4: against him at the Big Tens, I want to say. And then Taylor ran him down. Yes. All oh. right,
2: uh, I'm going to pick David Carr. I, I would love to pick Bubba, but David looked really good at NCAs, and so I'm going to pick him.
4: I think uh, I have a hard time picking Bubba here as well because... I just think David's got some more offense. I think Bubba would have a hard time using his speed against someone like David Carr, who is really fast as well. Yeah, um, I think David's just a little more complete. Bubba does have the home run threat um, with cradles and mixers, et cetera. But I'm going uh, David Carr because there's no bad blood there. That's really energizing Bubba, you know. Maybe um,
2: we'll tell. Maybe we'll tell him that David Carr stole his girlfriend or something. He's still your
3: girlfriend. I'm taking 2011 NCAA championships with Bubba. I'm saying the same thing. Yeah. 50-50 on it. I'm
1: going with Bubba. Maybe it left an impression on us young lads as we were high school boys with me and Bracky. But, um, yeah, I think he, he, like, I remember, I mean, the quote doesn't really apply because they didn't wrestle together. But I remember Bubba kind of saying, like, yeah, I'm going to go out there and big brother him. And that's how I would kind of see it going down, I think. Ooh
2: okay it's kind of a good call i actually thought about you guys are making me kind of want to change my pick actually
4: i mean you literally coached bubba jenkins and you <laughs> against yeah. him so so i feel like you can't change you've already betrayed him by just suggesting nah. that he was I got very a good... crafty
1: nah i'm gonna stick with david carr i got a good follow-up question okay what who had the better post championship celebration <gasps> david carr david Carrs was good but I mean, Bubba Jenks is iconic. Bubba is, is iconic. The shooting I mean, Ferrari, the ankle
3: bands down, though, no one had done that before. No one had
1: done it. People do it afterwards, and Wait, when he, you do Maca it, I thought Lincoln did though shooting the ankle bands. I think he did. Oh, did? he?
3: I'm pretty sure he did. These kids don't. Bubba no, he did it, it different though. He did it me. different. He did he it. He remember? did it different. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Bubba, the way he did it was cooler. I'll say it.
1: Like yeah. I definitely <laughs> like the like David Cars was awesome because I mean. The push and everything, and Metcalf. But it was a little bit more like set up and choreographed. Yeah. Bubba yeah. Jenkins seems like that was just all natural in the moment, riding high, shooting him down. That oh, and awesome. coach
3: is just picking him up too, like off the mat. Like it was just yeah.
2: That's that, that was Brian. Brian Stith had him up in a big double. I could have slammed him, put him down nicely. <laughs> yeah.
4: Okay, so As, you know
2: what Brian Stith was? They called me last weekend, but I was I was putting my kids to sleep. I'm sure this would have been a blast. It was Brian Smith, Sean Charles, and none other than Flow Zone, Sion Williams, for Brian's birthday party. That would have been, man, to be a fly on the wall there. <laughs> oh my gosh.
4: <laughs> yeah. Cian. Did you ask Sion about it? You should ask asked Sion. All right, I'll ask him now. Sion sure. uh, <coughs> doesn't he hardly come in. Comes
3: in the office anymore. Yeah,
4: he, he pretends he's going to some other office that's somewhere else. The warehouse, he calls it. So or you guys something. don't
2: actually know when he's gone. He just is just not there normally.
4: Yeah, he just doesn't come into uh, to our, our place. Um, Got it. You always know when he's there because he uh, immediately belittles you. And uh, <laughs> as you sit there working, he asks, he while he walks by not working, he asks, <laughs> don't y'all have some work to do? As we sit there working, <laughs> he, as does that. Our, <laughs> he does it all the time. It <laughs> makes no sense at all. We're literally working. He's walking around BSing.
3: That's true.
4: It's the ultimate spin zone from Sion. Okay. <laughs> now, Ben loves it. <laughs> yeah. Love it.
2: That's a great line. That is a great line.
4: next up, Jordan Ernest Burroughs versus Shane Griffith. Oh,
2: this one's kinda easy. Shane Griffiths is still a heart at NCAs, but you ain't beating Jordan Burroughs. Beat it.
4: Jordan Burroughs. Beat beat it. I think this is uh this has bonus point potential for sure. Um, but, yes, Jordan Burroughs comfor- comfortably here. Yes.
3: Yeah, he, he went um, tech fall, uh, went by default. Is that when Lister was just like, yeah, I'm not doing Lister this anymore? Lister just
4: stopped coming back to center.
3: And then he went tech fall, and then he went major, and then he went major over Tyler Caldwell.
4: Yeah, he majored Colt Bond seller. He texts Scotty Winston. Justin Lister stopped wrestling him. And um yeah, tech to Ethan Headley. So solid, solid day at the office for, for Jordan. And yeah, he's a he's a big winner here. What do you say, Ollie? Hmm. 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 Jordan. Jordan Barrows. Okay. Yeah. That's good. John Reeder, the Gladiator, versus Carter Storacci. <clears throat> this is a very interesting one. I agree. I feel
2: like it's I feel like. Reader is kind of a little bit like Kemmerer. not not exactly, but you kind of you know he's obviously older this year. He's a fifth-year senior. Um, I don't know. It's going to overtime. I'm kind of, I want to lean towards Reader, but I've been Team Starachi all the time, so I don't know where to go. Tell me where to go, guys.
4: Man, I think this is John Reader. Mm-hmm. This is this is a gladiator situation. So is he uh, going overtime or what's he going
2: three two? Dude, three, he was one? so
4: good this year, man. He he uh. But he, he had this one unde-
3: in the finals. Ten mm, three in the finals yeah, over Mucha oh, Stegi. Four three over Heinrich in the semis. Chris Heinrich, oh, very good. Right
4: Chris Heinrich was very good. Um, yeah.
3: This was a who all was in this weight. I recall this weight being super good. John Reeder, Mac Mucha Stegi, Ed Ruth, um, yeah, Ben Bennett, four time All American. Your boy Colby Covington, okay. uh, Ethan Lofthouse. Chris Heinrich, as we mentioned. Look at um, Sanderson, somebody...
4: <laughs> Nick Heflin. This is a very good weight class. Yes, he, it was. And he he kind of ran he was through pretty it. dominant. Yeah, he was undefeated this year as well. Yeah. this is a fifth year senior. Yeah, son of a gun, John Reader. Um, son of a gun. He was a son of a I mean, gun. He's, he's a grown ass man. He, yes, <laughs> It's a grown man situation. Karsturachi is grown fully, but. I think this is a, this is John Reader. Only Kale can know for I sure.
2: Feel like a little kid, so I don't actually think he's a full grown ass man. I think he's even more of a grown ass man in like a couple of years. Well, yes, I, I'm certain he will get better and larger, but, um, No, there's more. I'm just saying more like more manly looking like some facial hair and yeah, you know, probably a larger <laughs> brow, bigger chin, you know, well, like right now you kind of like, he looks slightly like a child a little bit, kind of like a freshman year David Taylor. No. David Taylor
4: was so. David,
2: David Taylor, Taylor
3: looked about 12.
4: He looked
2: so young. <laughs> I'm going to tell him you said that, Kyle. I'm you can. You I mean, I'm that. not. What's he going to say?
4: <laughs> yeah. i No, I look like a 25 year old grown man. He,
2: he was a late
4: bloomer. What's crazy about he's, it
2: is like.
3: He's talked about that, I think, on the FRO with you guys. I remember. I he was like talking it. about.
2: I'm going to tell him you said that, Kyle.
3: Go ahead. <laughs> it doesn't mean he wasn't a bad brother He he's freaking literally said awesome. like he wasn't even
4: shaving then
2: not even shaving I mean not even a few little
4: whiskers down here you know I'm pretty sure he said that wow yeah. he was what was crazy was how he you know he really didn't have his man muscles but he clearly was very strong and used his leverage really well but like his physicality like it never it never seemed to really prohibit him from being so good yeah, it yeah.
3: Didn't didn't stop him at all
4: no okay next up this one's crazy Quentin Wright versus Aaron Brooks wait 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 not everyone wait went.
1: I didn't pick on all Reader I didn't pick on Reader yeah
4: Reader head wrap is cool wow we went unanimous on that one huh sorry wait, Carter wait well did Ben pick Ben actually didn't pick I didn't I will go Reader
2: I I think it's a very competitive match I don't I'm not as I'm not as certain as you guys are um but I th- I definitely lean reader on this one so I'll, I'll go reader um we'll go three two
4: okay that's fair um uh, yeah you're just gonna look into how great he was that year it was a such I'd like to <laughs> I wonder if I could find like his year his four-year results well, he's obviously not I in I the can.
2: top three on hodge stats
3: we know that much well, I mean, look at the top. That three That was Who the ridiculous. Were. It's like historic That's levels. That's one like, of the best high Guys,
2: give four
1: of
2: them. For him four.
1: Everybody That's, gets a hodge. Dude, you didn't get you, get
4: hot, you
2: get a hodge? You got a hodge. You got a hodge. You, you got a
4: hodge. Call it the quad hodge. Everybody
3: gets a hodge. The quad
4: Yeah. How many undefeated NCAA champs were there that year? Okay,
3: I'll go he through was, it. He was four. fourth place. He was 39 and 0. 39 and 0. Look into it. Is that all they said? I don't think. He wasn't I'm really the, a turner. Well, was Kellen Russell undefeated? He was not, right? Or he was. Um, Kellen was undefeated. Kellen I think was it's... undefeated at 38. No. That's five. That's okay. a lot, actually. That's way more than normal. Um,
4: Dake was not. I'm looking at all the champs. Bubba, Bubba was, was not. Jordan was. He won. Uh, Quentin was definitely not. This was his definitely crazy not. year. Dustin Kilgore.
3: I don't I, think so. I don't think he was undefeated.
2: Yeah, I don't think so. And
3: then I don't think Zach Ray was either. either. Reader won 27 of his 39 matches by bonus points. 27?
2: So give him a Hodge. <clears throat> give the man a Hodge.
3: That's ridiculous.
4: He got fourth.
2: And he was in fourth place. Well, Robles had 24 tech balls. He, two-thirds of his match, he had tech balls. And I think he had, like, I want to say he had two forfeits, two pins, and a couple majors also. I mean, Anthony had legit, legit Hodge stats. Like, he was not... Um, Man, he was not far off of Burroughs, and and then obviously Oliver was second. Like that's why he, would, that's why he won the hunt. Kyle, do you have the exact stats for that year for Robles? I want to say he I only can. had like four or five matches that weren't bonus.
3: Yeah, I'll find them. I just want I want to run through his incidentally run. He went 17-1 over Matt Snyder, fifteen over Stephen Keith, nine three drawed Patterson four two over Ben Kerr. 7-1 over mcdonough again mm-hmm. Ben the Care was the one scout.
2: that wrestled him tough every time because he would get down low just like him and ben care was really freaking strong uh-huh. so he had issues with ben care and the other guy he had issues with was um ryan mango
4: oh okay yeah all right let's get to this quentin wright versus aaron brooks because i don't have any idea what i'm gonna say don't
2: here. i thought you were i thought i figured
1: christian Piles would say aaron brooks easy that's what I was kind of feeling. Really, really? Yeah. I don't want to easy? say like the match wouldn't be easy. I don't think so. But like to me, like I'm looking at, it, I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling Aaron Brooks, and I don't really feel that bad yeah. about saying it. I
2: think Aaron Brooks is just very disciplined with his positioning, and <sighs> Quentin Wright relied on chaos, and I don't think he can make chaos happen against Aaron Brooks. Did he
4: rely on chaos, or did he just uh, just? Wrestle, make you wrestle out of underhooks and stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. He got he
2: he. Well, he was good in a handful of different areas. I mean, underhooks, overhooks. Under. Well, underhooks, overhooks, uh, Over Um, he had some tricky cradles. He was a good leg rider. I mean, yeah, he he had some He actually of-
4: was kind of not a good leg rider. I just remember he got reversed like a thousand times. Like he would ride legs and dudes would do the roll and he would get reversed a bunch. Are you um, sure?
1: Don't, he would like don't... banana,
4: but then like he would like banana split someone, but he would get reversed okay. a bunch. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I seem I to
2: don't, remember. We could ask him. He'd probably be honest about it.
3: He would be honest. So Quentin won out of the nine seed. I Love it. He was like the eleven seed at Big <clears> Tens.
2: <throat> yeah, he'd
3: be. You know, what would be so
2: awesome to hear like kale's opinion 10 years later on some of this stuff and just like like not like kale as the coach but if we could just get kale like a dude hanging out and you know like with his buddies and be like oh man Quentin sucked that year he was freaking terrible <laughs> he never took me down
3: ever <laughs> like that kind of stuff oh my god it'd be hilarious
4: this weight was was super deep this year it was a very very good weight
3: yeah so Quentin went eight with John Fozzie Eight four over Kevin Steinhaus, then seven three over the one seed Chris Honeycutt. Then he pinned Gambrel, uh in the semis, that and that
4: clinched it for Penn State. Yeah,
3: and five two over Robert Hamlin in the finals. So that that way also, uh, I mean Kevin Seinhouse was a multiple time All American. Honeycutt was an NCAA finalist. Travis Rut, Thomasite, Gambrel, Austin Trotman, Joe LeBlanc, Steve Bozak, national champ, Kirk Smith, finalist, Chris Perry. Champ. Um, Josh Enan was a multiple
4: All-American, I believe. Robert Hamlin.
3: Hamlin was a two-seed, yeah.
4: Man, I, so Quentin, hey, you, you got, got Ryan, to
3: remember. Just, Ryan I Loder was an playing, All-American. <laughs>
4: Man, no. D- listen, one, this is a a, a, a soft spot for me because, like, that year Quentin was, like, I just kind of never lost faith in him. I was like, always, like, he can do it, and even though he was, like, super bad he was on my fantasy team is is the backstory here that's why that's what you got emotional so i was watching i have i do have (laughs) that's what i'm saying i have have a soft spot here and i saw it through the ups and downs and i didn't trade him i kept him on my team then he won (laughs) big tens and listen this is just what happened and then he won and he won NCAAs and his style is like so fun i thought he was like just a blast i have a hard time with it this dude picked apart Dustin Kilgore later uh, this weight was super super good. Um I'll do it. I'll pick Quentin. You can all fight me. I'm, I'm
1: not I'm not going to fight you about that. I'm not going to fight you I, about yeah, that. Take but it. I won't but I'm <laughs> not going to fight.
4: I'm,
3: I'm fight Ben actually. <clears throat> oh my goodness. So I'm picking him. I'll take Aaron Brooks, but I don't feel super confident in it. Really? You guys are Quentin Wright homers. Dude, he was
4: the re- Quentin Wright was
2: outstanding. He just
1: didn't pick him, Christian, but yeah,
2: he was the freaking eleven seed at Big Tens this year. Aaron Brooks didn't lose a match. I eleven mean, seed, the- Christian, not two, not three, not even four. <laughs> 11. The one, I get what one. you're saying, Ben, but I mean, we I just read off.
3: We just read off the bracket. He won. Also, it's much better than the bracket this year
2: significantly i don't don't know about that you don't i mean i mean because you guys are thinking forward forward looking at that bracket like what that bracket would eventually become um as opposed to like what it
3: was at the time you see like multiple three four time aas and a national champ in there in this in this year's bracket there there absolutely will be i mean think
2: about trent is gonna be a four-time all-american parker's gonna be four-time all-american um I guess pause could Aaron be too. obviously probably gonna be a national champ multiple times. Uh yeah. yeah, this year's bracket was ridiculous.
4: Part of part of me thinks for, for Aaron, the template is there. You know, Quentin's positional errors, he gets picked apart, couple takedowns. The mats, uh yeah. not Quentin's not getting ridden. Quentin could get ridden. He got tilted up a bunch, but Aaron is more or less disinterested on top currently. He's, yeah, not, he's not good on top. Um so it's just a takedown battle which is why yeah I, you know but the yeah, now i'm kind of like him and hawing a little bit because you think heidley couldn't utilize his underhooks at all against him but i feel like comparing the way trent uses underhooks versus how quentin used overall upper body ties was so different so the different. was a lot
2: more dynamic
4: quentin would See what Quentin would do. Aaron would fire off on one of these attacks, and he'd get pulled up, and Quentin would try to like bomb him, do something crazy. Um, Then again, Aaron's attacks are finished. I know I'm hemming and hawing. It's not an easy decision for me. That's
1: the second time you said that. What is a hemming? What is hemming? And what is hawing?
4: That means you're just kind of like like fence sitting. I'm talking around it. I'm not. I'm not being direct. I'm kind of like wishy-washy. But what's hemming? I don't know what it means. Okay, I just know what it means when you say
1: it. Okay, you know the phrase, but you don't know the words. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Not for you, Ollie, because now I'm very curious. Hopefully. Like, hey, right? people...
4: what is a hem and what is haw. Yeah, like some people say that the phrase okay, like. I'm oh, looking at number. Can you
1: hem okay, but not haw?
2: Number one, to stop often and change what one is saying during speech because one is not sure of what to say, or because no one is trying to avoid, or because one is trying to avoid saying something. The question surprised. And they hemmed and they hawed before answering. That's yeah, the definition.
1: that's
4: literally what I'm doing.
2: Yes.
1: Like, at some but I don't Maybe know. Maybe it's that. like umming and uhhing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, in the old school term. But either way, quit your hemming in your oh, and your hawing. here, pick here we go. So I guys, did. I picked one. I like for you. The word hem is uh,
2: a word for throat clearing, and the word haw is related to ha-ha,
1: which references a, a haughty Bridget, British accent. So I don't really know why that makes any sense. No. I dig it, but now we know. Everybody, we learned something today. The more you know. Okay, I pick Quentin. Everyone
4: can. Oh, him. get
2: out of here, Christian Piles. <laughs> That's why crap. you get your own pick.
4: Can't pick your team. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Just because he was on your damn fantasy team.
4: <sighs> Listen, I've been, I've been I picked Aaron Brooks for two straight years to win NCA. so i'm like i'm team a b i just i don't know hey, you know
2: what you just did you gave me a win over aaron brooks though so i appreciate that for you
4: like <laughs> you did congrats <coughs> man thank you Bracky. i
3: already um, picked aaron brooks okay what about ollie i already picked aaron brooks okay i do have uh anti-robo stats for you though let's get it, oh, 31, let's hear it. 31 36 wins by bonus points 24 yep. tech falls two pins five majors Ooh. Well, well I'm close. assuming the I'm assuming those are five majors because there's five bonus point matches left out there
2: I want to say he might have had like a, a forfeit somewhere <coughs> or something in there but yeah I, I want to say the non bonus was like um Ben care twice and and Ryan mango twice and I cannot remember the other
3: well ones. so two of them would have been an NCAAs because Patterson 9 oh, so 3 the other one yeah oh three of them would have been NCAAs Patterson 9 3 care four two mcdonough's seven one and oh, that's so what makes was, his ow
4: that's what makes his ow sort of strange because he wasn't as dominant as others were at NCAA's, but yeah. he did be he did beat a champ i realize but i don't know you could have seen the awards flipped 31 to uh, 36 is
2: ridiculous uh, i i actually want to say he i think he might have had better stats than jordan Burroughs that year i think jordan was like Maybe six or eight non bonus wins, something to that effect. Because Jordan never pinned anyone. He was he was also disinterested on top.
4: He led he led the country in pins that year. I'm almost positive. I don't Jordan has eleven accurate. career pins.
3: No, impossible? Jordan Jordan Oliver led the group with eleven no, pins. Burroughs, Burroughs had six. George. Um, okay. Russell had four, Robus three or Reader three and Robles two. Dang. What
2: was what was uh Burroughs' bonus stats?
3: i well, might to need to go somewhere else to find that, but hang on. Oh, man. Why would that not be in there?
4: He the was 35-0. Command-F bonus or something. Majors.
2: Are they, don't
3: ha- they don't put that in there. They just put pins.
4: Dang it all. What the
2: heck? And only first place vote. Does it always show first place votes on that?
3: Yes, it does. Only first place votes.
2: Oh, my goodness.
4: All right. Next up, this one would maybe end in a fight. Because Dustin Kilgore yeah, sometimes will much. fight people. One time he fought Logan Brown. Actually, Logan Brown fought him a bunch of times. It was maybe one of the dirtiest matches ever wrestled in NCAA history. He did rivalry. Do you remember that match, Ben? I do not remember it.
2: Ben. Wh- you know what? Logan at? Brown was CMU maybe? Or who's, where's Logan Purdue. Brown Purdue? Oh, yeah, Purdue. This, this dude,
4: but... I'm telling you. All right, we're, you know Tomorrow we're going to watch this match. It is, it's It's maybe this Friday. Day. Okay. We can still watch it. But we'll fine we'll watch it we'll watch it <clears throat> Ben it'll inspire you you'll get some good moves to use against jake you should tweet that video be like thinking about using some of this against jake paul because they like basically fought each other the ref was so over his skis he did not know how to like stop it he was just like he was just like a warning points but he would never dq them um too funny uh anyway uh dustin kilgore versus aj ferrari um what you gonna pick I know what I'm
2: gonna pick. I'm gonna pick uh, Dustin Kilgore, and I was thinking was my first instinct was AJ Ferrari, and then okay. after that I thought about the, the international level of success. Dustin Kilgore had some really good success in 2009 and 10 at the at senior level, um, and AJ Ferrari he just lost a couple matches and at the Olympic team trials, and so I just kind of thought about how they did at that level, and that's why I'm picking Dustin Kilgore.
4: Okay. Um, stylistically, I think the matchup's interesting because Kilgore, if you haven't watched him, brute, strong, hard hand fight, quick single, um, yeah. leg attacks on top. He'd rip your face off. Tried near side cradle. Um, I, I kind of think AJ matches up well against him. Um, he could get beat up a little bit. And and one thing that AJ didn't, did he face any like super hard tough? physical hand right hand fighting types like just grinding that jacob warner is probably the closest thing
2: jacob warner and dustin Kilgore are not the same
4: that's Very that's fun. yeah I mean, that that's what you those nice. are true words so on the one hand i'm like well he never really faced someone like that that really could chew through you and um grind you out but mm-hmm. on the other hand i feel like aj's strong enough i mean do we need to cite the deadlift pr um First of all, and if we know anything, deadlifts what correlates well with the ability to endure hand fights. But as I, while I joke, I do think he would be elusive enough from space to pick his spots, get takedowns. So this is part well, of I, I
2: think. I think. Look, if you look at the Machiavelli match, I mean, the one the AJ is great at staying in position, and he's just really powerful. Where. Um, you know, Mike Mock on a couple of the reattacks. He kind of had an angle, but he just couldn't get the angle because AJ was just a little too strong and quick to get back into position.
4: So if you watch, like, AJ Vert—or, excuse me, Cam Simez, Dustin Kilgore matches, Dustin is, like, he'll he'll give up some points. I mean, even in this NCAA final, Clayton Foster was kind of taking it to him, and then exactly. he, like, tried to pull a, uh, a crab ride and just got pinned. So he— Dustin would make those mistakes. No, it like wasn't. He,
2: what, no, no, it wasn't a crab ride. I believe they were in a scramble from a high crotch, um, and then really? he did this move where he kicks over to the side and then reaches back to the head. And you know what? It's actually the same move as also leg ride defense, but it's also defense from this one high crotch situation.
4: Okay, let's pull it up. I don't know if we can pull it up um, without going it's to jail. It's on YouTube somewhere, right? Well, yeah, it's on YouTube. That doesn't mean you can uh, just. Oh, you, you can't know. put it on. T- I can watch it. Oh yes. Uh, you are allowed to look up things on YouTube and uh, talk about them. That is, that is true. Um, Gilgore versus Fossey. I've Go got ahead. it. Yeah, you're right. So it was a shot. It's from a high crotch and he kicks over to the one side he and then catch the uh, catches Yeah, that's weird. I think it's, uh, yeah, he got very pinned. So I think, um, you can use the same defense from a leg ride. So that's probably why you were thinking of that. Yes. So I feel I feel like the mistakes that Kilgore makes I don't know um, I feel like he, the takedowns are going to come are going to be difficult for him to come by I don't see A.J. making a, for for a true freshman he wrestles pretty mistake free and did for the majority of the season even the the match he lost to Noah was not like oh freshman errors he he got taken down so uh-huh. I did maybe an upset it is I think if Vegas odds were doing it they would probably have Kilgore as a favorite but. I'm picking I'm picking AJ.
2: Man, um... Uh, this... Kilgore had him pinned the first time, and then he had to pin him again.
4: Yeah, it was a double pin situation. Yes. I had to help his hodge stats.
1: <laughs> Alright, y'all go.
3: <clears throat> Man. Man.
1: It's hard to pick against Mission Operation just because of what he means to me, but I also kind of feel like... <laughs> I also kind of feel like Kilgore would out-physical him. In a way he's not used to, so I'm gonna pick
3: Kilgore. Sorry, AJ. Well, wow. I am also taking Dustin Kilgore.
4: I'm on my on an island for a couple of these
3: and book, I book, book. Why, why, why book? book? Why
1: book? And he's smart, the Kilgore.
4: Yes, yeah, why he's smart?
1: He's got a book.
4: Heavyweight. Oh man forget about it
3: next topic
4: next topic
3: also yes. uh jordan burrow's 33 of 36 matches bonus point oh i don't have oh, wow the, oh. how many majors six pins i don't have the breakdown he of had a tech. bunch of techs yeah i don't have the breakdown of tech majors but six God. pins pretty good that's
4: uh, 33 to 36 is r- ridiculous okay so uh, we all pick Gable. I think we have to yeah. or we will lose uh, our ability to do this show with any level of credibility. Yeah. So that's – this ended up being all a little right, closer down. than I thought. I, I think if you counted all the Xs, when I first did this, I was like, whoa, this is really ugly for 2011. And it kind of ended up being that way. No, we picked – all of us except you picked 2011. Well, um, well I picked – uh. <laughs>
2: Kyle's got six wins I got six wins and Ollie's got six wins for 2011
4: that's what I'm saying that's what I thought it would be ugly. that's that's what I said oh,
2: oh I, mean, I see what you're saying I thought you meant you said it would be ugly four. I got you
4: yeah sorry I meant that 2011 is the team I thought would run away with it it ended up being a little closer um, but wait aren't you going to pick you're going to pick Spencer Lee so you're going to have a 5-5 I'm going to pick Spencer Lee you know this
2: yeah you're picking Spencer Lee come on bro you don't know that
4: I'm going to pick Spencer Lee. You're picking Spencer, but I am,
2: Spencer. I I, I am fascinated to watch this match, and I could really see it going either way. Um, Anthony just had a lot of trouble, as I mentioned, against the really the really strong guys. Um, and he also, um, at times, not this year, but at other times, had a few liabilities on bottom.
4: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um Kyle. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's the thing, I feel like here's the thing. Th- this dude, all right, what Spencer are we talking about?
2: Um, not, oh, do we have Spencer ACLs? Cause if I'm okay, if he doesn't have the ACL, <laughs> well, we're... we're gonna pick Robles.
4: Well, that's what I'm saying. This is this year's NCA champions. Yeah, and the oh. thing is oh, we okay. were doing figured, like... you're,
2: you're right, I'm flipping the Robles. I'm glad you brought that up.
4: Okay, well, that's why I brought it up. That's why I was so surprised you were so convinced um, I was picking Spencer there.
2: Yeah, you know what? I was thinking of like healthy Spencer, not double no ACL Spencer.
4: Has yeah. he had surgery
2: yet? I don't know. Ask ask Dr. Kemmer. He's the one that handles such matters. That would have. I don't know why they didn't put that in their skit. Dr. Kemmer working on Spencer Lee would have been so much better. I'm not. They really should have done that. If the listen, Iowa Hawkeyes. If you guys want uh, me to advise you on your skit making <clears throat> abilities, I definitely could
4: do that. Okay, bring them on. What do you know about funny skits, Ben? <laughs>
2: I got a couple good ideas here and there.
4: Yeah. All right, um, Steve. Mm.
3: I feel like I picked Robles last year when we did this, and that was against Healthy Spencer. You did? I'm pretty sure. It's mm. not easy. But I don't freaking know. I kind of want to pick Spencer. Me
1: too. <laughs> Me and KB been on like the same page, man, feeling each other's vibes. But I kind of want to say, like, I don't care about his ACLs. No ACLs, no problem. I kind no, of also no problem.
3: want to say that. We said it.
4: Mm. Also, what? Man.
3: I'm doing it, Spencer Lee. Yeah,
4: I'm doing it too. Oh, my gosh. I'm doing it too. Oh, they just went there. Ben, we come
2: did back.
3: It. Ben's, Ben's gone. I'm here. Oh, no. I know. I mean, come back to the Spencer Lee side. <laughs> oh,
2: no. I'm not. You guys trade. You guys you guys turned me over, and then you played a double backhanded trick. I mean, you went and
3: picked <laughs> freaking Spencer Lee. I me- didn't I tell you, you of any of those got things. ACLs. Christian told you all those things and still hasn't made a pick yet. Yeah, I haven't made a <laughs> pick. He's Hemming and Hawn over I there. I am
4: Hemming. I'm Hawn. Sometimes. Hammer and Listen, I mean, the no ACL, Spencer. That I don't was,
3: care. You don't care. Nope. You don't care about his knees. Nope. <laughs> Cause he doesn't care the about The
2: thing I, think that, are for I wusses. Think he would have a harder time getting off bottom on Robles if he's got no good ACLs.
4: Yeah. I think so. I think so. Now maybe. Mm, okay. But maybe like more of the match will be wrestled like from the knees a little lower. He's just able to generate. The thing is.
3: Mm. He's very good in that short <laughs> offense. He's amazing there.
4: But how much does he use the knees to generate power? I all- mean,
3: he's still nearly through according to his back I the know he time did. on the edge. If
4: they were in bounds, then he may have done it. Um, you know what? I'm going to leave Ben on Robles Island. Whoa. Whoa. I'm taking
3: it. The- Solo <laughs> party on Robles Island. <laughs> Oh, uh, Kristen talked him out of picking Spencer Lee, <laughs> and then <didn't> pick Spencer. <laughs> I just thought I should remind uh, the
4: the scenario. So, um, there it is. Very exciting duel. Um, that guys, was nuts. Glad you guys could watch it. I'll we'll always we'll always have the
1: have this duel. Always. Okay. And forever.
4: Let's get to some questions, and then, um, hit the dip. Hit the dip. I guess that's what the... Is that what the U's are saying? Perhaps. The right. Utes. Utes. Okay. Next up. Actual Cannibal. If I remember correctly, y'all said Pan Ams are coming up pretty soon. True. If Gilman wins Pan Ams with Cuba's 57 rep in the same bracket, how much does that raise his stock to medal at the Olympics? So, he is good, Didn't but... did he beat him? He has, I believe, beaten him. Dayton has beaten this guy. So, he is good, but... i'm not gonna be like oh now he's meddling i'll be like good he's beating someone he should probably beat if you want to have a shot at meddling so um it's it's not an arrival moment uh if you beat uh ortega in my opinion
3: he's not even ranked in the top 20 in the world
4: yeah so we all think he's good Gil, if you, I mean, Gilman, if he hasn't beaten this guy, he's almost beaten him. I'm pretty
3: sure he beat him at the Pan Ams to qualify the weight in the semis. All
4: right, let me look at freestylewrestling.org from our man. Check it out. John Kozak. Is Gilman ranked? He is. All right, let's look at this.
2: John Kozak. Coleman, John Kozak, come in here. <laughs> uh,
4: he's not. I don't know if he's in the office right now, or- Ortega. Yeah, he beat him. Yeah, you're right, Bracky. Recky the genius. What a memory. Um, he just threw a suck it down. That was interesting. Um, <laughs> so, yes, he already beat him once, so we will not get more excited. Next question. Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration. Did Oliver Stone call the 2019 Eastern State Finals during his freelance time? I just really remember a voice like his watching the Buziella McDougald match.
1: McDougald, don't butcher the man's name. Well, D-O-U-G uh, is Doug but so. th- it's not how it's pronounced okay well
4: <laughs> wrestling one thing we know about wrestling is they pronounce names however they want regardless of what fr- the exact say
1: so, either way, uh, yes, I did great job, Bob Vance. That's crazy. I guess I have a distinctive voice, or you are just a, got a great ear. It was a crazy match. McDougal almost got the win, the big upset almost boost over Busiello. Then I remember it's some up, yeah. idiot coaches of mine, oh, not of mine, coach friends of mine were like, that's it, McDougal's going to win states. I said, nope, that was his shot. Busiello got, I think, majored him at states. So, um, But, yes, I did. Go check out all those finals. I commentated all of them. Tight. Rewatch them again. They're Re- good. Rewatch them.
4: Okay. Um, next question. Um, so this uh, Russell fan, he had asked a question about you know giving up the Jordan giving up the go behinds. He kind of like clarified or elaborated like why was basically why was Jordan Burroughs not more taking more risks in the match? Um, why was he not you know trying more finishes or whatever? Um, what what were your th- thoughts, Ben? Like why? Right.
2: Man, I feel like we talked about this yesterday. I feel
4: like man, you can't take risks
2: against Kyle Dick cuz if you if you put yourself in harm's way, he's going to bomb you for 4 and if he bombs you for 4, you're not you're not winning. Okay. Why are you holding your microphone, Kyle?
4: He does that sometimes. Yeah. That's that's when Kyle starts to break. He's holding the... It doesn't well, happen on FRL much. It's I just like, wanted to
1: sit back today. Yeah. It's slash when Kyle's about yeah. to break or also peak KB, so... Well,
4: those are the same thing.
1: Yes. When, when he's breaking, he's... in a raccoon he's... in a corner, he's going to attack, you know? <laughs> oh, a <my> raccoon. God. <laughs>
4: okay. You know those cornered raccoons. All right, with Jacoby.
2: Yeah, actually, Tyron Woodley showed me this picture of uh, this raccoon that lives at his house. It, it was, he, I, I thought he was bullshitting the whole time about how scary this thing was. he finally showed me this picture, or it was a video. I'm like, oh, my God, that raccoon. That's a
1: ferocious raccoon right there. They don't play. Was was he in a corner? It was like. (sighs) (laughs) Dang. You should do that to Jake. He'll be so scared. (laughs) Do that to Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Do that in his face.
4: (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Uh, Wick Jacoby, Missouri returns all 10 qualifiers. Has that ever happened?
2: Probably. It's not really a fair question, because there's never been a year where they said everyone gets a return.
4: I mean, all of uh. Isn't everyone in Iowa back? Yeah, everyone in Iowa's back. So has it happened? Yes, to Iowa this year. Um, fair answers only. Despite CP hate on Miz, I don't hate on Miz. Yeah, you you do do do. I do all the time. No, yeah. I tell the yes. truth. Everyone else wants to this, lie to you this, about uh-huh. Missouri. Yeah. Bracky fair and I there. are the only people in America who will tell the truth about Missouri wrestling. I think... They're really good, but
1: every year.
4: It's a it's like the Masters tournament. Just the other day, like CP was
1: making coffee, singing a song called "I Hate Missouri Wrestling." <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think I think you can say CP hates on the seeds Missouri gets it into. Yes, the place. I think the wrestlers it. are I good,
4: but stop trying to tell me some of these guys should be the four seed. I won't lie to America. That's all. That's all this comes down to. Um, but no, they're gonna be I'll good next me. year. Um, do, do they have anyone new coming in? To the fold they could challenge. I mean, um, what are well, they going to do? Edmund was Josh on the Edmund. bench
2: this year. He's really good. Connor Brown got hurt the week of Max. He's very good, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um CB. but no, besides that, I don't think so.
4: So they'll be good. They'll be once again good. Yeah. Trevor Brunson said, Saw Ben Askin hitting mitts today. hands are looking good. Talk of the town. Oh baby. Do you like dessert. boxing? Like, do you actually enjoy it? Is it kind of fun?
2: Uh, let's see. Honest answer. Yeah, it's I, I'm enjoying myself. Um, I, I don't really love the head trauma stuff. I think the research is kind of inconclusive, <laughs> but I also don't want to take a risk. So if I had to do it for like a decade, I'd be out, you know, but I'm only doing it for like 12 weeks. So it's cool. Are you taking a lot of head trauma in your training? Well, the boxers literally they you're supposed to spar three times a week. Like oh they all gosh. spar, that's like they crossbar, spar three times a week. And so there's the volume of punches you're going to take. Uh, if you're sparring three times a week is a freaking boatload. And again, I'm only doing it one time. Some of these guys do it like hundreds of times between their amateur and pro fights.
4: So if you win or lose, you won't do this again?
2: Oh, God, I don't think so. I, I really don't. I don't really want to. But then again, if they give me a large enough check, then, I'm, you know, <laughs> Might be hard. It might be really hard to say no. And it's not like I hate it. Like, I I kind of enjoy it, you know, but I'm also cognizant of this other thing. And the other thing I think is like, um, I think if I did it for a long time, because right now I'm learning new stuff, so it's kind of entertaining in that way, but I think it would get really tedious after a while.
4: Well, here's here's my thing I don't know anything about boxing except for like the basic premise, but (laughs) wrestling seems infinite in. Yes. how much you can do and add and strategize boxing just seems so limited and there's only so much yeah. that you can do or learn or, or whatever um is that that the case
2: no yeah that's what i'm saying i'm saying it would be like super tedious because there's just there's only a couple things you can only hit with your left hand or with your right hand you know maybe you can arc it uppercut or you can arc a hook you're right and you get a little bit different but it's essentially there's just two hands to throw you know and so yeah it's um, I, I think, like, at that really high level, the timing is so good, but it would just get tedious. To, to get that timing is highly tedious. And it's not nearly as complex as something like a wrestling or jujitsu or mixed martial arts.
4: Well, the other advantage you have is that you signed something that said you can use whatever moves you want in this fight, mm-hmm. right? No, I can't use. Listen, there, there are rules to
2: boxing. And so if I do, you know, like, headbutt him or elbow, him, I'll probably get deducted a point, uh, but I will not get fined monetarily. What if okay. you played on them?
4: Yeah, there's
1: nothing in the boxing uh,
2: that would book mobile. I don't know how that would happen, but I yeah, maybe that would be like a point deduction or a warning or something. You're oh. Ben Funky
1: Askrin, you could do it.
4: Well, it's very simple, Ben. You make him drop down to a single egg and you I just always had this question, sploidle.
1: Hold up. Q's from F's in the in the, in in the our room. circle here. Is it supposed to be Funky Ben Askrin or Ben Whatever Funky you want. Ollie. Whatever no, you I need want. an answer here. I'll give you <laughs> no, the answer. No, I, I have the answer.
4: Call if uh Call his phone. When he goes to voicemail, he says, you have reached Ben Funky Askrin.
1: OK, so there you go. You've, well, it's I kind of like it the other way, too. So what, whatever you want, Ollie. Yeah. All right, so I choose Funky Ben. Funky and then Askren. I now have the authority. All you other announcers out there, everybody talking about him, it's Funky Ben. And I'm going to let everybody know. Okay. And you tell them, too, that I said it, Ben. You all tell right. them. Oh, I will tell them. OK. You promise? <laughs> yeah. Hey, and
2: listen, Christian, you brought up in the questions. Yeah, I, I was fat as shit in that picture. <laughs> uh, Send that picture. And I literally, here's the deal. US and wrestling didn't take that picture. It was Trill or something. I told you guys, I told them, like, hey, guys, listen, I just started training. I'm really fat. Like, you probably don't want to come take pictures of me because they ain't going to look very good. And they said, no, we don't come take pictures. I said, fine, but I'm fat, so whatever.
4: All right, we got it. There it is. Oh, man. It's uh. Don't don't do that, KB. Don't do that to not you guys are fat shaving me right now. Well, listen, my
2: belly looks worse. So this is all. This was the heaviest I've ever been in my entire life, and in all in all fairness, when I retired from mixed martial arts, I kind of stopped working out because my hip hurt so much, and then I had hip surgery, so I literally, literally couldn't work out. So we are talking like. 15-ish months of not working out at really at all. A little bit of yoga, a little bit of bike, and that, that's it. That's
1: it. Um, and then a bunch of cheese curds. And, and then I love oh, ice boy. cream,
2: so you know you know how it works
4: out. That's heavy, Chevy for sure. Heavy, Chevy
1: confirmed.
2: Don't work out, eat ice cream, that happens.
4: Yeah, evidently. Um, yeah, it's funny. All you your- kind of look jacked in it, though.
3: Yeah, yo, the, like the pecs biceps <laughs> popping. Your biceps look <laughs> big. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you have the appropriate amount of chest hair. Yeah. <laughs>
2: As Christian pointed out, my fat only goes one place. Like I get, I do not get fat above here, and I don't get fat below my waist. My fat only goes to this one really specific region.
4: Yeah,
3: that's annoying.
4: Yeah, because like you look Uh the same size always, um, like in the face. But then, uh, yeah, look at that. But uh, you know what? Jake's got another thing coming. (laughs) Okay, next question. Uh, Non-olympic weights. We've talked about six O.T.T. weights but we have full world championship coming up after who surprised or gets a first world team shot. Who is uniquely positioned? Joe Cologne, James Green, Pantelio, Kennedy Blades. <clears throat> Kennedy Blades for sure. Um, and really, I mean, with Kylie Welker, could she, could she potentially contend?
1: How I- old are they, Kyle.
3: Uh 17. Okay. That's okay. Sure. Kennedy's
4: 17.
1: I don't know how old Kylie is. She's 17. They're
4: both 17? Yes. You have to be 17 to compete.
1: For <laughs> Thanks for watching the Olympic trials watch party because Kyle said it a bunch, and that's yeah, the, I the know. running joke. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting
2: because, you know, again, we talk about that determination the, if the if the Olympic guy wins a medal, no, our Olympic person wins a medal, then there's nobody wrestling that that weight class is essentially not contested at the trials. And so it will be very interesting to see like if 74 and 86 both play medals, then neither one of them is contested. So it's really only 79 that's being contested. So you're going to have like all these dudes coming down to 79 trying to make the team. That's and okay. honestly, I would guess that a lot of them are thinking that's going to happen because, um, you know, it's very likely that David Taylor and Kyle Dake win
4: medals. I think we need to, we need to start reaching out to some of these tweener types and be like, hey, Writing on the wall here. What what are you thinking if uh, Taylor and Dake metal, Zahid Valencia? What are you gonna do? You gonna go down? Are you gonna go up to ninety two? Are you gonna because you're not even gonna get a shot? So what's the point? There's no. You can't wrestle eighty six. There's no point in it. Yeah, uh, it's a great it's a great point, and I think we could get a real concentration on seventy nine. yeah, and the talent that could be there would be incredible.
2: A couple of them will probably, you know, like a Nate Jackson would probably go up to 92, I would guess. I mean, there's a few of them, but I can't, I, I can't see the Heat wrestling 92, can you?
4: No. That'd Seems be, way
2: too big for him.
4: He would just have to be like, yeah, I'm going to give up. I'm just going to give up weight and see what I can do. I mean, shoot, the dang uh, – uh, Bo Nickel made Final X, and he weighed – he was like six yeah. kilos under. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ben, how are you going to feel if, for some reason, you don't come out on top this weekend? Well, I I hate this question. Why?
2: I'm fine with it. I've answered it like 27 times. Yeah. But and it's a I very think, obvious think...
1: answer. I'm what? Devastated. What, what, I'm devastated. More, more Is more life will be devastated. More people will be like, pretty bummed out. Like it, it seems like. No,
2: Ali, Ali. Here's the deal. It's fucking around. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm fired. Explicit oh, rating. Oh, geez, I'm
2: fired. I don't think I said the full word. You got a lot of it out, but right. on. you, you only on. missed the ing. <laughs> <laughs> the That's least I'm worried about. It's not the whole word. <laughs> but it's, it's irrelevant to me. I never claimed to be a good boxer. And obviously, I'm much rather going to enjoy winning than I would losing. And I'm That's what I'm to of trying so, to say. That
1: is a good point, though.
2: I come back next week. I'm on FRL on Tuesday, and I'm coaching practice on Monday. Like, my life is the exact same. My bank account is just significantly larger. I don't... <laughs> I don't really see what people's perspective is, like how it's bad for me. I don't really get it. I'm not trying to be a boxer. If I was trying to be a boxer, yeah, it would be really bad for me, but I'm not trying to be.
3: I think, I think Ben, I, I love your outlook on it because a lot of people are scared to lose. They're scared of like failing. And I mean, what well, you've shown time and time again, it's like, I want to compete and if I lose, all right, I'll be fine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean it's it's obviously like with a wrestling thing it's my I'm, I'm sure you guys have experienced it at some level but you know you put uh, I'll just say my freshman year high school state title right I put like years of work into that and it was something I really looked up to and I lost and I was devastated and mm-hmm. but this it's like someone said hey you want to box for a bunch of money you're already retired I put 11 weeks of work in but I was still doing my, my other jobs like mm-hmm. If I lose, I lose. That's all there is to it. I can't control the outcome. If I, if I only took the fight, if I could control the outcome, I just wouldn't have taken the fight.
4: Yeah, love it. You're the man. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, it's 9:46. What are we doing? Ben's got probably. Uh, got, what do you What do you got on tap today? Good Morning America.
2: I have 11. 11- uh, 11 30 i have a media obligation thing and then i have an ama on reddit at one and that's really there i gotta work out at some point and then tomorrow morning i gotta make weight But i'm i'm only like like i said i've i've, I've lost a lot of weight since that picture that picture i was about 215 so i was i was a heavy chevy heavyweight class um i would go to wrestle Gable <coughs> stevenson because uh, i wouldn't make i wouldn't have made weight for kyle Whew. um now i'm only like probably 195 ish all right. i
3: saw you were on with uh kfc yesterday that's pretty awesome yeah Bart bit your
2: boy uh uh big cats gonna come some disc golf
3: yeah i want to come i want to yeah, come loves for Bang that
1: Chains. <laughs>
3: <laughs> big Cat's my favorite right.
4: yeah bracky loves pmt
1: i would ask for the invite when you guys do that but i'll just be staying there because i'm gonna stay <laughs> when i come you're, for... so
2: you're just gonna be like move in next like like the raccoons in Tyron Woodley's uh, attic you're going to move in next week and then just not leave. I love it. I love it. I'll, <laughs> the, I'll, I'll raccoon at your house all day.
4: The bear <laughs> has become the raccoon. What an evolution. <sighs>
0: well,
4: hey, Ben, we all wish you good luck. Good luck, Ben. Thank you, guys. Tyler Either way, I'm going to be watching. i F- bleep, F-
2: bleep my F word out for the uh, iTunes episode. <laughs>
4: Yeah, sorry, guys. You
2: know what? I think this is Ollie's fault because Ollie's got me to say it twice. I did never said it ever before him. We, we the are, first one influencer. you let rip. Wait, or, he's
3: been dropping one, GDs, so it makes you feel yeah. like you can bad drop some bombs. Bad yeah. influence, yeah. Me and
1: Ben starting our own podcast, Flow After Dark. All right. <laughs> Later.
4: Thanks, guys. See you See Tuesday. Ya. Go, Ben.